Wow. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, good morning, everybody. Mm -hmm. yes, and uh, welcome our Facebook family and friends. We welcome you today into into Word Live Ministry, into into our chapel. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and uh, you would come in, and then you would get blessed. You would receive of the Lord by the Spirit of the Living God, not of a man, but by the Spirit of the of our Living God. Amen. 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 And we thank you. We're thankful for Jesus. John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by Him. By Him who? The Word. And without him, without the word, was not anything made that was made. In him, and who? And the word was life. And the life was the light of men. Thank God for the word. Amen? Amen. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Amen? Yes. John, let's look at verse 14. It says, well, no, I'll tell you what, let's look at verse... Um, Oh my goodness. Verse 12. But as many as received him, talking about Jesus, to them he gave power. As many as received the word. To them he gave power to become the sons of God. Everybody say, I'm a son. I, I'm son. a daughter of God. All right, daughter, son. I'm a daughter. By spirit, your son. <laughs> Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. To them uh, he becomes son. Even to them that mm. believe on his name which were were born not of blood nor of the will of, of the flesh nor of the will of man but of God mm. and that word that word became flesh and dwelt among us amen amen Jesus is the word and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory As of the only begotten of the Father, he's full of two things. What was grace, grace and truth. truth? Full of grace and truth. You see, grace and truth came by Jesus. Grace, understand this. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Jesus didn't just bring truth alone. When Jesus came, he also brought to us the ability. To live that truth. Mm, that's good. Let me say it again. He didn't just, when he come, he just didn't bring truth. He brought grace, which is the ability to live that truth. That's good. Mm -hmm. You see, God is more concerned about you and I uh, uh, living that truth. Because he brought truth, right? And in that truth, we find life, right? We saw, we saw Go back to verse 4. It says, in him was life, in the word, or in truth was life, and this life was the light of men. So truth is the light of men. But he didn't just bring truth. He brought grace, the ability to live and to walk out that truth. Aren't you glad today? Amen. Amen. So thank God for his truth. Thank God for his truth. Thank God for his grace. Thank God for his grace. Amen. Amen. You see, the first 
the truth, right? Let, let, let's, let's, well, let, let, me, let me say this because I'm skipping over something. When Jesus came, he also brought us the ability to live the truth. But there, was, there were two covenants, all right? And this grace and truth is what sets these covenants apart, okay? The first was dependent upon who? Upon man. The first was depending on what man could do uh, to, to fulfill the covenant or to be made righteous or to become righteous. It's what he could do, and that was nothing, right? The first was dependent upon man. The second covenant was dependent upon who? On God. Amen. Amen. The first brought glory to man for his accomplishments before God. The second brings glory to God for his accomplishments in man. Let me say it again. The second brings glory to God for his accomplishments in man. So let me tell you something. Anything that you accomplished that was accomplished in you by the grace of God, who does it bring glory to? God. Who gets the glory? God yeah. gets the glory. Isn't that true? Mm -hmm. Now listen to me. Oh, my glory, my God. Many that are, are trying desperately to change to the reading of God's word, all right, in hopes that reading the Bible alone is, is going to help them, they'll find that the more they read the Bible, the more frustrated they become. Why? Because they can't live up. They keep finding areas that they can't fulfill. They can't live up to. They can't measure up. They keep finding areas they can't fulfill, knowing that, knowing the word, the word to them, if it wasn't enough, knowing that the word wasn't enough, we, we must know, we have to know how to appropriate, not to, we, we have to, we need grace. Amen. We need God's ability, God's strength, and God's capacity to walk in this truth. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question. How many times have you failed? Countless. <laughs> How many times have you failed? Just you failed in this walk? Countless. How many times? Huh? Countless. How many times? How many times have you had a habit and you said, I ain't doing it no more? And you prayed, I ain't doing it no more, I ain't gonna do it no more and no more. And you keep doing what? Keep doing it. Matter of fact, the more you the more you try to stop it on your own, the more you get, the more the more attached to, mm -hmm. to it you become. Mm -hmm. There is the truth that you can't do, but there is a grace available to help you to live out that truth. Amen. Boy, I'm telling you, that's good. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. We have to know how to appropriate need grace to live out the word. You gotta understand that that this grace is a gift, it's not a law. You see, many many people take the, the, the teachings of of Jesus and they and they begin to turn them to a set of new laws. That, that's what you call uh, uh, legalism. They become legalistic, and and, and oh my God, and boy, you just. Uh -oh. I think one of the things that bothers me is when I hear people always saying, they'll always say this, uh, none of us are perfect. They'll say, none of us are, well, they're right in a sense, in our own strength, we're not perfect. 
But when grace is working in us, we are perfect. As a matter of fact, over in Colossians chapter 3 verse 10 or 2 verse 10, it says what? It says we are complete in him. That means we have been made perfect in our in our spirit, man. Listen, oh wait a minute now. So so in our spirit, man, we've been made perfect, then why aren't we living it out? Because it takes grace to live out who we have become in Christ Jesus. It takes God's ability, God's strength working in us so that we can live out who we are in Christ Jesus. It is a it is a gift. Mm-hmm. You see, Jesus' teachings were more difficult to follow because they were the law. Jesus he went beyond the realm of performance and he focused on motive and intent. Man, this was something new. When they were hearing this, they didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. We got the law. Well, okay. That, that. <laughs> you see, Jesus, God made a way in the Lord Jesus for every person to be transformed. That's good. Praise God. Because, listen to this now. What is perfect on the inside is what changes the outside. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. What's perfect on the inside of you is what changes on the outside. You put that script up there, look at this. Watch this now. It says, and you are complete in him. Everybody say, I'm complete. I'm complete, I'm complete in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. You know what that means? And you are perfect in him. Mm-hmm. Glory be to God. When you got born again, what part of you got born again? My spirit. My spirit. My, spirit. my spirit came alive. Say, I received a new nature. Right? I received, I received a new, a new nature. nature. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, For if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have what? As the way. Behold, all things have become new. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's in uh, 1 Peter chapter, no, no, it's 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse Three or four. Could you go there for me, please? Mm-hmm. Second Peter uh, chapter one. Watch this. I'll show you something. <clears throat> According as His divine power <clears throat> has given unto us all things that pertain to life. Life. Everybody say life. Right. Life. His life. So God kind of life and godliness, the ability to walk upright before God. All right. Uh, and through, watch this, through the knowledge of him that have called us <laughs> to glory and to virtue. We've been called to glory, his view, his opinion, his reality, and to strength. Watch this. And in verse 4 it says this. It says, watch this, where by are given unto us exceeding, everybody say exceeding, exceeding, great and precious promises, that by these you might be made, that you might be partakers, everybody say a partaker, I'm a partaker, partaker. of the divine nature, of God's nature, (laughs) Not not the old nature, not that old things have passed away, the old man is dead, he's been crucified with Christ, He's been nailed to the cross. The old man is dead, and we now live according to the new man. And we have become we have become partakers of the divine nature. We've been made 
alive. All right? Having escaped corruption that is in the world through the flesh. Or lust through the flesh. Amen? Amen. I'm a partaker. This is something that God did, not something that men could do. But when Jesus, oh my God, look at John 1 16. And of his fullness, all right, of his fullness, got it, John 1, of his fullness have we all received. Watch this now. What does this say? Have we all received? Everybody say it's done. It's done. When I received Jesus, when I, received I received everything Jesus. that I would ever need to live a victorious life. Amen. I received everything I would need to approach the Father. I was made righteous. I became righteous. Amen? Amen. I was made righteous. I received of His fullness, His life and His fullness. 2 Corinthians 5, 20, 21. He who knew no sin was made to be sin. You don't have to go there. He who knew no sin was made to be sin that we might be made. Say by say, I'm made. The righteousness of God in him. Because of his fullness have we all received what? And grace for grace. For the law, verse 17, was given by Moses. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The law was the truth, but man couldn't live it. No flesh, absolutely no flesh has the ability, had the ability, nor had the ability to obey God. No flesh. No craving of the body. No cravings of the body had the ability to please God. <clears throat> the flesh refers to man's ability. Remember in Romans chapter 1? Go to Romans chapter 1. No, no. Romans chapter 8, I'm sorry. Romans chapter 8. And it says this. We went over this. Uh, we went over this when we taught on changing the address. Remember that? And then there's therefore now, you know, Romans 8 1. Glory to God. Romans 8 1. There's therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And look at this word condemnation. There's therefore now no weakness, no lack of strength. There's no lack of strength. No weakness to them which are in Christ Jesus. Everybody say, we have all the ability of God on the inside. There is no lack of ability in Christ. There is no, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh in their own strength, but after the Spirit. Glory to God. Mm, 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 mm. 
Verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. So everybody say I'm free. I'm free. From the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. Amen? Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The law was a source to make man aware of his sin. But grace gave no means by uh, whereby our nature, uh, the law gave no, I'm sorry, the law gave no means by where our nature could be changed. Mm -hmm. None. It was grace. It was who grace? It was the grace of God. God did it. God's grace, God's ability. Go to Ezekiel chapter 36. You see, Jesus came. When he came, Jesus says, I came that they might have life, that they would have they would have life and they would have it more abundantly. You see, Jesus came to, to us, he gave to us new life, and it's more than just a ticket to heaven. Uh, you know, some of us start with we you know, when it comes to being born again, I'm not going to hell. I'm going to heaven. But we don't know anything about the life. Or the ability, God, that's been imparted to us. We have no expectancy. So many believers have no expectancy of God. And when, and when a believer falls or fails, the first thing a believer, you know, like someone who got born again and who doesn't know any better, when they fail, the first thing they do is they begin to pull away from God. Why? Because they don't feel worthy. Because they they become convicted, they become condemned. Because they're still judgment minded. Mm -hmm. They're not they don't recognize that the wage has been paid for them. Mm -hmm. Past, present, and future sin. Doesn't mean we dwell in sin. What it means is we have been delivered. From the power of sin to defeat us anymore. That we've been, uh, Galatians 3.13 says, I have been redeemed from the curse of the law. Alright? Uh, Ezekiel chapter 36, I'm going to read verses 25 through 27. Are you getting anything this morning? Praise God. Yes. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 36, verses 25 through 27. Amen. This, 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 you know, when, when I first saw this verse of scripture, when I first learned this years ago, man, it did something to me. Man, I'll tell you, I just, I just fell in love. I just fell in love with God. He says here, then I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be clean. Everybody say, I'm clean. I'm clean. From all your filthiness, and from all your idols, will I cleanse you. Watch this. Oh my God, you're going to see grace in the way right here. You're going to see grace in grace. And a new heart also will I give you. And a new spirit will I put within you. Everybody say, I've been made alive. I've been made alive. I've got a new life. I've got a new spirit. And a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. Why? A heart that can be penetrated with the word. 
with the word of the living God. Amen? A heart that, listen, a, do you know that the heart is the holding place of the faith of God? This is where your faith is. Your faith is in your heart. Your heart is the passageway of the life that's in your recreated spirit. But it takes faith to open up that passageway. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, so consequently, we have a new life in Christ Jesus, right? That's in our recreated spirit. It can lay in a believer. Every believer gets the same thing. Every believer gets the measure of faith. But if their faith is not activated, then they'll never experience the life that's in their recreated spirit. People want stuff to rain down from heaven. Hey, this is the temple. This is where the blessing lies. You know the scripture that says that we've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus? It's in here. It's in our recreated spirit. We have life. We've been given life. And we've been given life more abundantly. So this is a life. But the problem is the heart. It's blocked up with, with the world system, with the work, you know, with our, our mind, will, and emotions. We take in more things from the world, the more we take in through our world. Where does it rest? It rests in our heart. It doesn't get that, and that's why we need the word to come in to displace. God's word displaces the world system. Amen. And when we get the word in our heart, all right, when we start believing the word in our heart, right, then we start speaking what the word says. And when we speak what the word says, remember what we said earlier? When we believe what the word says, Scripture says, we believe, therefore we do what? We speak. We speak. We believe, therefore we speak. So when we begin to speak the word in faith, it opens up the floodgates. Glory. Glory. And the life that Jesus, that Jesus Christ came to give us begins to manifest. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Look at this. And he says, And a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I'll take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. Now watch this next verse. Oh boy, I'll tell you this right here. <clears throat> no. 27. 27, sorry. Yeah. And I will, what did he say? And I will put my spirit within you. Watch this. I want you to see this. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. That's the grace of God. That's good. That's the grace of God. I'm going to put my spirit. I'm going to put my ability in you. I'm going to put my strength. I'm going to put my spirit in it. Because if I don't, I, I've given you a new spirit, but I'm going to put my spirit in your spirit, and then you're going to be able. Then you're going to be able. Because you can't do it on your own. Mm -hmm. I made you alive. I'm filling you with my spirit. And then you will be able and, and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall keep my judgments and do them. Mm -hmm. I, think it, I think that's in the talus. And do. You'll do. Thank God for the grace of God. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
I'm going to show you three scriptures. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 19. Let's start there. I'm going to show you something about yourself. You need to know this. You need to know this so you can grow up and walk in this. So, so you'll change. Oh, my God. I, 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 just don't, I just don't think we should talk about weakness. I don't think we should talk about how weak we are. Mm. He said that the weak say I'm what? Strong. He's made us strong. When you live outside of the will of God, when you live in your own strength, then you're always going to see yourself as weak. But when you look to him, what did that song say? Jesus is the what? The center. center of it all. He's the center of it all. For the law made nothing perfect. What's this? Oh my gosh. But the bringing in of a better hope did by the which which we draw into, we draw nigh unto God. The Lord made nothing perfect, but a better hope did. Stop saying you're not perfect. You're perfect. You're perfect in Christ Jesus. You're not perfect in your own strength. That's right. Paul says, I'm dead. He says, I'm crucified. The old man, the old man, the flesh. The flesh. You see, Adam and Eve, they didn't become subject to the devil. They became subject to their flesh. Mm. Mm. And therefore, they became subject to the devil. Because they became subject to their flesh. Because they became afraid. They became weak. They found out they, 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 they realized they were naked. What did they lose? They lost the glory of God. They were covered by His glory. They lost the glory of God. So they see now they're in their weakness. We can't keep saying, oh, but I'm so weak. No, you're not. Not if you're a believer. If you're in the world, you're weak. But if you're a believer, you're never weak. And you're never alone. That's true. You're never without power. You're never without strength. That's true. That's right. Verse uh, 10, 14. <coughs> it was 10, 14. It was 10 14. You're never without strength. There is therefore now no condemnation, no lack of ability. Verse 14, 10 14. For by one offering he hath perfected. How do you set your tongue to mm. say that you're not perfect mm. if you're a believer? Mm. He said, For by one offering he hath perfected forever them mm. that are sanctified. Mm. Are you set apart? Are you sanctified? Are you in this family? Are you a son? You know, the scripture says Jesus was the firstborn of many brethren. Who are the other brethren? Me and you and sister in. Amen. Why would you call yourself anything other than what he calls you? You'll never get that accomplished if you see yourself imperfect. Mm. That vision that you got at three or four years old, it's come to pass. Let me tell you something. It's already done. It's already finished. Mm. It's the laying of hands to it because faith has already accomplished it. Mm. Mm. That doors were open. That's why favor showed up everywhere. 
That's why the enemy got shut out. He ain't doing this. God's doing this. Grace is doing this. That's right. Man, I'll tell you what. Go to 1223. We got to understand that the new birth, everything was perfected. All right. To the general assembly and the church of the who? Firstborn. Who's firstborn? There you are. Jesus. All right. Which are written in heaven. Oh, it's already settled there. It's already done. It's already clear. Written in heaven. And to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. <laughs> righteous men. Just, justified, righteous, upright. Right, upright, righteous. It's all the same thing. Just men. It says that if you're in Christ Jesus, they're made perfect. Praise God. Amen. Well, that's blasphemy, Pastor. How are you going to say it? Because the Word says it. You argue with the Word. I ain't going to do it. I'm going to live it out. I'm going to let Him live His life in me. I want to get better every day. I'm going to walk in transformation. He said, uh, Romans 12, 3. Be not, he said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, present yourself uh, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, uh, service or act of worship. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. Mm -hmm. By what? By the renewing of my mind. How do you do that? Through his word, by his spirit. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Aren't you glad this morning? Amen. Glory to God. At the new birth, the spirit of man is made perfect. You know, that, that would, honestly, i got to tell you something. That really would be enough if we didn't have a soul in the body. The problem is what? <clears throat> the soul in the body. You're a spirit man in which your spirit is made perfect. Matter of fact, the scripture calls it uncorruptible because it's something that God did. But then there's the soul, your mind, and your will, and your emotions. And then there's your flesh, your flesh. And see, the flesh rules too many believers. It controls the soul man of too many believers. When it should be reversed, the spirit man, that's why we have to get our minds what? Renewed. Renewed. So that we can let, allow the spirit to dominate and not the flesh. We've been delivered from the flesh. Amen? Yes. Does it make sense this morning? Yes. Hallelujah. Mm. We have a spirit, we have a soul, and we have a body. God doesn't want us to be controlled by the iron man. He wants mm -hmm. us to be controlled by the iron man. Amen. Yes. Amen? Amen. Therefore, we'll walk one. Complete, perfect, trusting, believing, believing. And we'll live and, 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 and we have a new kingdom heavenly language. It's called what? Faith. I can't hear you. Faith. 
the, the language of faith. You see, we'll speak words boldly, and when the natural comes against the comes against us, we can stand and we'll speak the word regardless of what it looks like outside, because our God said that He's a God that calls those things that be not as though they were. He's a God that calls those things that be not as though they were. Because he understands that in the natural realm, no natural realm can stand against the spirit. Exactly. And your words, if they're his words, <laughs> when he said let there be light, he didn't have any doubt that it was going to be light. Mm -mm. When he said let there be light, he... As a matter of fact, the moment he perceived it in his heart, in his heart it happened as far as he was concerned. Mm -hmm. It is done. Mm -hmm. The work is done. That's what the seventh day was about. I don't hear anything else. Mm -hmm. And when Jesus completed his work, what did he do? What did he do? Mm -hmm. Huh? You know what I'm saying? He sat down. Why? Because he left up his he left us the Holy Spirit. He left his word in the spirit to do the work. And he expects you to speak his word so that the spirit can move. Because you're in the family of God. And as far as God is concerned, you're already healed. As far as he's concerned, you're already blessed. You don't lack any good thing. He said you don't lack anything. First Corinthians, second Corinthians, one twenty. I have to talk like this. Mm -hmm. I have to preach like this. I have to minister like this. And somebody said, yeah, Pastor just teaches the same thing over and over again. And I said, yeah, you're still getting your head cracked. <laughs> you're still getting your head busted. So I need to keep going. For all of the promises of God in Him are yea, and in him, are what? Amen. What does that mean? So be it. It's done. It's over. The yes and the amen. Unto the glory of who? God by us. All of the promises of God are yes. He didn't say anything about maybe. He didn't say I'll try to get it to you. He didn't say I'll think about it. He said the yes. Can you believe it? Will you speak it? Will you move? Because you believe. Will you move based on what you say you believe? Because if you move, then I'm moving in you. That's right. Glory. <laughs> Amen. Yes. You know, traditionally, we have we have defined grace as God's unmerited favor, and it is his unmerited favor. It's true. But it doesn't tell you what grace really is. It only tells you that it's free. It tells you that it's free. One of the simplest definitions is ability. God's grace is God's ability. Working in man, making man able to do what man can't do in his own ability. 
Amen? Amen. You see, uh, man has never had the ability to change his nature. He's never had to, for by grace, watch this now. No. Listen to me. Look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Go there. We're going to look at 8 through 10. Watch this. Watch this. Because what we've done is we've taken grace and we've got grace and mercy confused. People say, God's grace, God's mercy. Grace is, oh, I'm going to get what I deserve. No, that's mercy. Watch this. Watch this. Well, by what? Grace. You are saved through faith. By grace, God's ability, you are saved through faith, and not of yourself, not of your ability. It is the gift of God. Look at verse, verse 8, verse 9. Not of works, but grace. God's what? Ability. Not of works to prevent the possibility that any man should boast on what he has done and how he has saved himself and how he has obeyed God. Verse 10. For we are... Man, that ought to be enough to make some folk move. Yes. Yeah, I don't mean to keep bringing this up, but this is how I got excited last night when I met you. This is, this is how I got excited. Here's this man, he, and, and all he talked about, well, God did this, God got that. And I, I said, that's the reason I asked him, when did you go to, you know, you know, church or whatever, or whatever I asked you. Because all you could hear was God doing something in him that was bigger than himself. That's why I got excited about it. Yeah. That's why this morning, that's why I was at a low place. I mean, I was at a low place. And God brings that, brings that in and reminds me of that. And then when I go to, today to get my message, he said, here. And then we did praise and worship. He said, here. He orchestrated every bit of this. For we are, why? Because we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus unto what? Unto good works. Which God has ordained, past tense, that we should walk in them. We should walk in what? In his grace. <laughs> oh, glory God. I'm wrapping it up. Stick with me. You see, all men are born with a sin nature, and there's no amount of good works that can change that nature. You give nature. There's nothing you can do to get your change, to have your nature changed. The key was getting your nature changed. Receiving his life. Under the law, people would, they worked so hard to change. They failed time and time again. The word tells us his righteousness never came by the law. He said our righteousness was as filthy rags. The law didn't change people. It's, it simply gave people a standard of conduct. I'm going to pick, when the, New, when the New Testament speaks of flesh, 
Normally, we, we, we just misunderstand it. Flesh is our own ability, our own strength. Carnal, flesh, what else? There's more. They're all the same thing. We become frustrated. What? It is the grace of God. We walk by the grace of God. The Word, the Word of God works in us. Uh, second, uh, Romans 5.17. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to show you two verses of Scripture and I'm going to wrap this up. Well, two passages of Scripture and I'm going to wrap this up. Romans 5.17. Amen. For if by one man's offense, that's Adam, death reigned. By one, that's the flesh. We were living, we live according to the identical nature before Jesus came. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more, they which receive what? <coughs> what is an abundance of grace? To do what? Anything that, anything. We got more than enough grace. I mean, grace is more than enough anyway. But we got more than enough grace. More than enough. The abundance of grace and next one, the gift of righteousness. Everybody say it's a free gift. It's a free gift. I couldn't earn it. It's given to me. The abundance of grace, the gift of righteousness, shall reign in life. I ain't talking about when you get to heaven. That's talking about rent. How do you say it? Rent out. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. She'll reign in life by one Christ Jesus. See, that's how he places that vision on the inside of you. Nothing can stop it. Because it's the abundance of grace. You're righteous, so you have an abundance of grace. A more than enough ability, ability to carry out your vision. The vision that he gave you. Amen? Amen. Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Gotta go here. Philippians 1 6. Philippians 1 6. Hallelujah. Man, do you see how God sees you? You see what he's done, what Jesus has accomplished for me and you? Why do we fail? Because we don't keep our mind on him. We don't come into the real, we haven't come into the realization that we are who he says we are. That he is in us who he says he is. That he has given us everything that he said he would give us and more. That he has given us everything he said he was given us. He has given us more than enough. He has given, all you hear is abundance. An abundant life, an abundance of grace, the exceeding and abundant, uh, exceeding and abundantly above all we can ask or think that's greater than our asking. His glory to God. Being confident of this very, being confident of this very thing, that He which hath began a good work in you, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Let me say it again. Being confident of this very thing. That he which have begun a good work in you, everybody say it's not me, it's not me. but it's the greater one in me who does the, work. Who does the work. 
He performs in you and I. If we will do what? If we'll allow him. If we'll stay crucified. And let him live. If we'll not doubt, only believe. If we'll trust him. Amen? Amen. We need this. We need to understand. See, this is, this is basic. This is simple. This is, it really is. Why? We trust. Trust. What is faith? Y'all didn't hear you. You're not saying it. I'm going to scream it out so you can. Immovable trust in God. Say, I'm not going to be moved. I'm not going to be moved. There are people that are going through things right now in their body and their health and in their finances and in everything. And they're tossed. These are believers being tossed to and fro. If you plant your feet and you find out what his word says and if you'll believe it and you'll not doubt it and understand that it is he who is doing the work in you, That's right. then you'll receive everything that he has for you. Mm. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you never made Amen. Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, today's your day. Say, yeah, I'm telling you today, you're here looking and listening for a reason. Jesus Christ paid your debt. He wants to fill you full of his life. He said, the Bible says, the thief, Jesus says, the thief cometh but for to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to destroy. He said, but I come that you might have life and that you may have it more abundantly. You see, it's true. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He said, whosoever shall believe in, but, uh, believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. What kind of life? The same quality of life that God has. He says that he didn't come, Jesus said, I didn't come to condemn the world, but I came that the world might be saved, that he might save you. Amen. 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 So receive Jesus today as your Lord and Savior. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, if you will confess that I believe Jesus that you died for me, I believe that you paid a debt that I couldn't pay, I believe Jesus Christ that you shed your blood for me. Just tell him, Jesus, I believe that you shed your blood for me. Yes. Jesus, I ask you into my heart. I ask you, Jesus, I thank you for what you have done for me, and I receive everything that you have done for me. And I receive it. Father God, I receive what Jesus has done for me in Jesus' name. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says that you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you'd be saved. Do you believe it today? Can you say, I believe it, Jesus? I believe that you died for me. I believe that you shed your blood for me. I believe that you rose again for me. If you made that confession today, we welcome you into the family of God. And you lack no good thing forever again. But you need a Bible-believing, a Bible-teaching church that will teach you about Jesus. <clears throat> you need to, if you're here locally, we're at 7643 Hulstree Road, Suite 200. Every Sunday morning at 10.45. Amen. And also in a second, I'm going to show you here on the screen how you can connect to us on Wednesday nights in our Bible study or how you can reach, our, reach our, us through our website and you can go on and you can listen to messages every, uh, whenever you, all our messages are on the podcast here. Amen.
and, uh, and we're going to show you a few things here. We thank God for you. We thank God that you all have joined us today. And, and we just speak life over you. The life that God gave you. You are who God says that you are. Amen? As you see here, additional messages can be found here. Spotify, Marlowe Guy, Word Alive Ministries. Here's our website. It's wordaliveministriesva.net. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. And here you see, once again, we here's our address. Word Alive Ministries, 7643. Hall Street Road, Suite 200, Richmond, Virginia, 23235. And there's different ways if you would like to sow into this ministry. Uh, you can go through Cash App here. Uh, you can either go to our address, mail us through our address, or you can go through uh, Dollar Sign, Word Live 7. If you, if you feel it in your heart, if God prompts you to sow into this ministry, uh, you, you're more than welcome to, and we thank you for it. Amen? Well, we, we pray that you'll have a blessed week. You'll have a blessed day today and a blessed week that you'll be a blessing. And be mindful that your life as a believer is to bring glory to God. Amen.